everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Who we are is not this physical body that we're in that is here for a moment and gone. Who we are is this infinite intelligence, and we forget that. The same intelligence that, is, that created this infinite universe that never ends is you. To those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every now moment, to redefine our reality to live this life to its fullest, this is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every single day. Are you living? Or are you killing time? What's up, lifers? All you amazing people creating life moment by moment. Let's get it growing again. In today's episode, I would like to do a little bit more diving into some of the things that some of us sometimes perceive as spiritual fluff or sometimes what I've called woo-woo over the years and sometimes still do because some of these things are very foreign to a lot of us. I'm still learning a lot of it. And when you first hear about some of the concepts about spirituality and the way that we can improve our lives just by changing the way that we operate, it, it almost seems a little too good to be true. But in all reality, you know, your dream life, your best life, all that you want and desire to come into your life, all those things can come true. And most of us are striving for that and don't realize the simple steps that we can take to sometimes bring those things to us quicker than we could have ever imagined. Some of us are already living that dream life. Some of us, some of us are still chasing it, uh, but really some of us don't really care to change a thing about our lives. We're just happy with what is, whenever it is, because ultimately we are in that eternal now moment. And that now moment is always and forever going to be all there is, right? But for the rest of us who feel like we need to still add a little something more to our life, like we need another thing to complete us bringing in what we desire, you know, a goal that we want to meet, things that we want to maybe overcome and process in our lives, those circumstances that will give us our best version of our life. For us to get to those places, for those circumstances to arrive, we need to have something show up so that we can call it our best life. That process of something showing up or bringing something into your life, the process of something showing up that was maybe not there before has been given that buzzword called manifestation. Now, that word in and of itself seems so mysterious, right? It's it's so mystical. It's so new age. But really, it's it's anything that shows up in our life. It manifests itself into our reality. Now, whether or not we as individuals have the ultimate and all-encompassing power to manifest specific things or not is still up for debate. Um, I know I've tried really hard to manifest some certain things, focused very hard on them, and they didn't show up. But ultimately, we have to see the higher purpose sometimes in those instances too. Maybe that wasn't for our highest good when we wanted that thing and something else that has a higher intelligence than us said, nope, you think you want it, but that's not going to be for your highest good. Some people will say we bring everything into our lives that shows up, the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
I have a little bit of trouble believing that one myself. I mean, I've had quite a few things happen here in 2021 that I would never in a million years want to have had happen. Um, you know, I haven't had the sort of vibe that would attract those things either. I mean, I got a new vehicle earlier this year and just to drive it around for a couple of months, hadn't bought a new car in like six years, lived totally minimalist and had a tree fall on the damn thing. I have no idea what part of any vibe I was putting out there that would have brought that on into my life. I waxed that thing every other day. You, you couldn't eat a crumb in that thing. Um, still can't. $15,000 worth of damage later. And I have no idea why that would have happened to something that I treasured and appreciated so much. But Ultimately, like I said, there's could have been higher things at play. We always can't look and shake our fist at the sky and say, you know, why is this happening to me? And I tend to do that a lot. Uh, who knows? You know, we were supposed to go on a trip sometime around when that happened. I think it literally happened like a day before we were supposed to leave for a trip. Maybe that was saving us from something that we weren't supposed to be near. Who knows? So sometimes you never find those things out. And sometimes you find them out years later. Um, but I do still have a hard time subscribing to that frame of thought fully because, you know, what extent do we actually have to ultimately be responsible for what shows up? I mean, some really ugly, nasty things to people happen to people, and I have a really hard time believing that they manifested that. Or when things happen to kids, how did they manifest those things? So I still have some unknowns, you know. Um, you know, do we manifest a lottery hit when it happens or do we just end up lucky enough to be there when we the person hits that button right at that time to be that next person in line? You know, do we manifest those unforeseen tragic events in our life or are we just unfortunate for that thing to have happened to us as it did when it did? So let's talk about all of that today. Let's talk about those potentials and separate the woo-woo from the stuff that some of the biggest leaders in metaphysics and philosophy are saying about this subject, there are laws at work that govern how the universe works. And to work with those laws and manipulate them like we can with the law of gravity and how we use our technology to manipulate it, we can also use our knowledge of how the universe works to use the laws of the universe for our advantage and make those things work for us to bring about what we desire into our lives. We're gonna dive into that today. But before we dive too deep, please be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to the show on. And if you're so inspired, please leave us a review and rate us. All the ratings and reviews help us reach new listeners in this ever-growing sea of podcasts out there. And with 1.7 million shows, Anything and everything our listeners can do to help us get more exposure just helps us open the hearts and minds of that many more people. So help us by subscribing, sharing, telling people about the show, and all the things that we talk about that light you up and inspire you to live your best life. If you haven't tried some of Organifi's products, you are absolutely missing out on some of the highest quality supplements on the planet. I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that I'm not 100% sure of its purity, and this company goes above and beyond to certify the quality of their products many times over. My day starts and ends with Organifi, and I've literally never felt more amazing. In the morning, I use the Organifi green juice in combination with the complete chocolate protein powder after my demanding tough morning workout. 
I mix it in with some vanilla almond milk, maybe some kale or some banana. And the energy that flows from that is something I've never felt before. And at the end of a long day, I settle down with some of the gold chocolate with a little almond milk and some coconut oil for a hot drink that helps my beat up body and mind recover and get the rest that it needs to keep up with my demanding schedule. I literally do not know what I would do without this company. Go check out their amazing product line at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you want to check out, use the coupon code LiveThisLife to save 15% off of your purchase. Now, we have all types of different things that manifest in our lives, good or bad. And obviously, we want as much of the good stuff as possible and keep the bad stuff away, right? So how do we make that happen? How do we get there? How do we make sure that the things we manifest are only those of our ultimate desire and none of what we don't desire? Is that even possible? Or is the universe just random and unforgiving like a lot of people believe, like I believed at one time? Well, as we discussed in previous episodes, there are 12 universal laws, part of which some of those 12 universal laws are the hermetic principles. And if you haven't heard of those before, listen to episode 43 on hermetic laws and 55 on the 12 universal laws. Both of them I will definitely link in the show notes because I think those are extremely pivotal studies and philosophies that can build a lot of expanded understanding about how our reality may actually function. Um, one of the most talked about of all those, though, is the law of attraction. Now, I feel like the law of attraction is so misinterpreted. There's a lot of people who use it and try to sell it. They'll bottle it. They'll put it in a book and only give up small portions of it. So people keep coming back for more. They come back for more seminars, more books, more coaching, so they can get the recipe right. Because when you don't have it all, when you don't have the entire way to work with the law of attraction, it will not work. And if you give them you know, a small piece of the recipe to bake that cake, you, and you leave a little key ingredient out of there, the, the cake's gonna suck. So they're gonna keep coming back for more. They're gonna keep looking for the complete recipe. And as long as you can keep selling them little bits that sound good, you're gonna keep a customer coming back for more. So why do that? You know, why make a profit? Why make a game out of people's success or lack of? I mean, making a career out of helping people to reach their dreams is a great thing, absolutely. Um, I would love to be able to do that someday. I feel like I'm kind of at the start of doing that now, and, and that's a huge aspiration of mine. But to be good in that world, in my own personal opinion, not just a good salesman, I'm saying being good at what you do, you need to be good at it. You need to be able to actually point people toward their destination and have them actually reach it, or at least be well on their way. They're hitting milestones and goals. But a lot of people in the self-help life coaching industry seem to talk about the same things over and over. And then their clients or the people that follow them, the people that read those books, the people that I've circled around in some of these realms of this industry, those people who are the buyers or the aspiring coaches, they don't tend to get there. And it kind of baffles me, well, then why do you follow the people you follow if you're really not getting the results that you're 
hoping for. It, it's kind of puzzling. You know, the movie The Secret. You know, I think that was one of the biggest kickstarters for the law of attraction industry. I guess you can call it that. Um, I love that that movie, that that book. Um, if you haven't read it at this point and you're into things like this show, definitely go check it out. I think it's for free in a lot of different places like Netflix. Um, I think you can find a lot of it on YouTube. It's a great introduction to Law of Attraction, and I wouldn't be where I am right now without learning some of those founding principles in that book and the things that were talked about and the things that have spun from that book, the different people who were featured in that, who who that use that movie as their launch pad, and then I followed them along the way. Um, but just like The Secret, most people leave out a few concepts or theories on how the law of attraction works, especially the key parts. And even that movie did leave out some things. There's some follow-ups to it, the secret of the secret, you know, it's because the first part of it kind of laid the groundwork but left some stuff unfilled. And we're going to dive into a couple of those things that are the missing pieces that people often overlook that are crucial in fast-tracking what is believed to be the secret sauce, I guess, of attracting those things of what you want in your life. I get asked all the time, how can we make our desires come through and the things that we don't want to come through stay the hell away? Well, let's look at things from a scientific perspective a bit. I mean, we're working with a universal law, you know, like laws of the correspondence, laws of polarity. All these things are like clockwork. They are a law. They are a law like the law of gravity. So if you want to make them work for you, you have to be able to manipulate those laws. You know, the Wright brothers who invented modern flight, they learned the secrets of how to make a vehicle fly, and they didn't break the law of gravity to do it. They worked with the law of gravity. They used drag and lift on their aircraft to be able to make it fly and go against the law of gravity. They only needed to know how it worked to work with it. They just need to know there was a law of gravity and then obviously be able to manipulate it and work against it to get the desired result. And their desired end result was flight. So then what is the law of attraction? How do we work with it and understand it like we would something like the law of gravity? To understand how to change our reality, let's get down to the smallest aspects of where sort of our reality begins, I guess you could say, the, the whole physical reality around us. And I've said this a million times, and a lot of people talk about this the same way, but an atom is 99.999% empty space. If you made the nucleus of an atom the size of a tennis ball and put it at the 50-yard line of a football stadium, the nearest orbiting electron of a typical atom would be in the upper deck seating. So imagine that amount of empty space that's in just an atom. Well, when you break all of those subatomic particles down to their smallest pieces, I mean like the really, really small, small portions of it. Um, picture this scale that basically like you take a grain of clay, which is smaller than a grain of sand. That grain is sort of the midway point of the size scale of the universe. The observable universe, let's say that's the biggest measurement there is. And then on the far end of the scale is the Planck length, which is the smallest. If you blew up the grain of clay to the size of the universe, the Planck length would be comparable to the size of a grain of clay. Imagine how absolutely crazy small that is. So the grain of clay is the midway point. 
And if you blew it up to the size of the universe, the Planck length would be equivalent to the size of a grain of clay compared to the size of the universe. It's nuts. So down at that scale, at the Planck length, nothing exists but vibration. There is a sort of foam, an undulating field of energy, and the very first emergent particles that exist in physical reality come from just a field of vibration. This is what the Hadron Collider has helped people understand in Switzerland. You are also made up of vibration. You are made up of, of those particles. You are no different than the table that you're sitting near, the chair, or the floor you're standing on. All of those particles are just simply vibration. So are your thoughts and your emotions. That's what's crazy about all of this. So everything that you embody, what you talk about, what you say to people, what you say about people, what you are, what you read, what you write, everything that you embody that emotional code that you carry and emit all day, every day is what you're made of at the smallest possible scale. Your thoughts can be measured in vibration. They are measured in vibration. They're measured in hertz. The different brain waves that you have when you're in different levels of sleep, all the way up to the different colors you can see of a, of a rainbow. Those are all of a vibrational spectrum, all of an electromagnetic scale that is all made up of vibration. So when you think of the law of attraction, law of attraction states that like attracts like. You are going to be a gravitational force to whatever it is that you're embodying, good or bad, and there's no deviation from that. So how important is it really that you manage your emotion? I mean, you can answer that yourself after taking this information into account. How important is it for you to manage what you put out there? It's everything. Managing your vibration, the emotions that you feel, the way you show up and approach the world, everything about you is what you have in your power. You have the power to create how you show up. You don't have control over what happens in the world by any means, but you do have control over how you react and the actions you take and the emotions you feel in each now moment. And those actions are crucial for what happens in the next moment, in the next moment, because those moments all bleed into each other. One action has a subsequent reaction and every single thing that you do affects the very next moment and it creates a ripple effect throughout the rest of your life and everyone you encounter and every single interaction you have in your life. Therefore, what manifests itself in the next moment is every single thing that you observe in your life and it's all ultimately on you. But that's more of what I like to call a, a reactive manifestation, right? The way you react manifests in your reality and how you choose to respond. Those, those sort of things are maybe a reaction to what's out there in the world. But what about a proactive manifestation? What about purposely making shifts and taking actions that bring something of significance into your life? That thing that you want, that thing you desire, the proactive reactions you can take toward life and actions you can you can put out there are going to possibly bring those things towards you. You know, there's a lot of concepts out there in the self-help world, life optimization, life coaching, I'm not even sure what to call it anymore, but those areas of expertise about creative visualization and journaling and creating a vision board. You know, all these things are supposedly going to help pop that big wish right on your doorstep. At least that's what the promises are. 
The problem for the subscribers of that, more often than not, is that that thing never shows up and people wanna know why. So they buy another book, they go to another Secrets of Law of Attraction seminar or program, follow another guru and shell out more money to find out how they're not getting the end results of the recipe. And it's usually the same regurgitated stuff. No matter who you go to over and over again, it's the same thing. Um, you know, number one, ask for something. Number two, the universe will manifest it for you. And number three, you receive it. They try and break it down that simply for you. But what they fail to tell you is that there has to be some sort of energy behind it in some way, shape, or form. The universe is made up of that pure vibrational energy like I just talked to about. Nikola Tesla, one of the most brilliant inventors in the world, a man who mainstream science coined as a mad scientist gave zero credit to. I learned nothing about this guy when I was in high school, when I was in college, except for the fact that he was a mad scientist and we learned nothing about him. Everything I ever learned about him was in recent times and you gotta wonder why. He has some amazing inventions. Our world would not be the same if it weren't for him and it would be completely different if that guy wasn't completely bamboozled back in his day. Do some research on him. I will definitely do an episode on him at some point because the story of Nikola Tesla is amazing. But he said 100 years ago, if you wanna know the secrets of the universe, you need to understand energy, frequency, and vibration. And nobody knew what the hell the guy meant back then. And recently, up until recently, no one knew what he meant, which is one of the many reasons why they said all those things about him. He was a completely misunderstood person, but he literally had his finger on the pulse of what we need to do to have ultimate mastery over our environment, our life, our reality. What he was trying to tell people was the absolute truth. If you are broke, and you're trying to manifest a huge sum of money, and you pray, and you ask God or source universe for a huge amount of money, and then go on spending the rest of your day thinking about how poor you are. I don't care if you have a vision board at home, you journaled it all, you prayed, you did an affirmation thing, but then you walk out and you spend the rest of your day thinking about how poor you are. That is only gonna put you in the energetic mode of lack and scarcity and poverty. So what are you actually emitting? What is it that you're sending out there is some sort of a vibe to the universe. It's basically the same thing as going to a restaurant and looking at the menu and pointing at a picture of the filet mignon. But while you're pointing at the picture, you're telling your server that you want yesterday's leftover meatloaf. And they're likely going to go to the kitchen and bring you back yesterday's leftover meatloaf because that is what you verbalized. The server is like the universe. It's going to get you what you told it you wanted. And the way that it speaks to you is not through a vision board, not through your journal, but it's through the energetic signature that you emit most frequently. If you keep telling the server every time they get 10 feet away that, you know, I want the flame and yawn. No, I changed my, my mind. Um, I want lobster. No, 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 hang on one second. And every time they get 10 feet away from you, you change your mind you're gonna go hungry because they're never gonna actually make it back to the kitchen to start filling your order because you keep changing your mind. And that's what most people do with their inconsistent frames of operating themselves. But some of the most driven people in the world, people who get, get what they want, you ever see those people who, they just get what they want all the time, rich or poor, good intended or not. That's what drives me nuts is people, why? Why do certain people get everything? How come people with some of the nastiest intentions, they do no good for humanity, why does the universe reward them? Well, 
this could be part of it. Their mindset is, I want this thing, I'm going to get it, I'm accepting nothing but this, and that's just the vibe they emit, and things come to them to put things in their way, and then they get it. People will say they want to be healthy, and they want to lose weight, but then they don't get active, and they don't shift their lifestyle to incorporate more nutritious nutritious and healthy options for food. And you know, I, I don't mean going on a diet either. I mean, you have a diet that is always healthy with maybe a cheat day in there every once in a while. But that's a difference. That's a mindset shift that I had to make in recent years was that I have to stop eating every single thing that I want to eat if I want to be much healthier, you know, be bulletproof against serious illness like I've had in the past. If I want to change everything about how I feel and how I look, I have to change it all. I can't just go on a diet for a few weeks or months and then slide back to what I was doing before. I had to change everything about how I was going to operate my life. And that's basically the recipe of what people need to do to get where they want to go. You'll never get to that place that you want to be, no matter how much you talk about it, no matter how much you put up pictures of of how you want to look or an ideal weight goal if you haven't done the things that are necessary to get there. And that's just one example. People, uh, picture the people that you know that never had good good relationships. I know a few of them um, say they want a good lady or they want a good man. And they keep on going after the same types of people. They literally plug and place a new person with a different name and it's the same old deal. They go through the same drama with the person for just about the same amount of time. They have the same problems. They say, you know, I'm, I'm always attracted to the bad boys or, or the, the bad girls or whatever it is. What, what, why would you expect anything different as a result then? Einstein had a famous quote that was, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It's one that's used over and over again. Uh, but think about it. If we keep going about our lives in the same way, in the same mode, in the same vibration that we're emitting constantly. We cannot expect that we're going to attract anything different. And it's a super hard pill to swallow to accept that this is fact. Not only does it sound sort of super mystical and everything, but it ultimately puts the blame on us for what we pull into our life. And when we feel a certain situation forward, if we can feel our emotion of getting that thing we want before it happens, it, it can make us feel really good. You know, if you, you can legitimately close your eyes and picture for 10 minutes, what it would be like to do what it is you want to do or get whatever that thing is that you want or meet the people you want to meet. You sit there and you picture that and do it to the point where you get the butterflies in your stomach of that thing. Picture that person, what that future version of you looks like, sounds like, feels like. And when you do this on a daily basis, you create a memory of that feeling. You need to be able to visualize those emotions to the point where you can maybe even explain it to someone else without sitting there and closing your eyes for 10 minutes. That's the practice. You do it over and over again, and it just becomes like clockwork. You embody that vibration of what it is you want to feel. Instead of that lack, you know what it's going to feel like once it shows up. But when you do it over and over, it becomes like a muscle memory. Like when you're doing an athletic training, and especially in boxing, that's huge on muscle memory. You have your muscles put in certain ways and certain times, and you can build up the muscle memory. It makes it second nature. 
So when you do that from an emotional, vibrational state of everything about you, the crazy thing is, when you do that, it, it, it builds a remembrance, a memory of a future version of yourself that has that thing. It sounds crazy, but it's amazing. You basically define yourself by a vision of the future rather than a vision of the past. You fall in love with that future version with super clear intentions rather than, than holding on to all of that, that stuff from the past. And you transmit all of that constantly when you embody it. And we focus on those feelings through constant practice over and over again. And we're there in that state more often. That is ultimately what we're going to receive from our lives, from reality. You know, meditation, visualization, they are all perfect for those things. They're all aids to it. But one of the greatest things to use in practice of all of that is gratitude. Getting in the ultimate state of appreciation and that highest vibe is all about gratitude. And that's the point of today's episode. I've been going on and on. But gratitude is the number one key to that recipe. When you wake up each day and you put yourself in a state of gratitude, you're telling yourself in the universe that everything you need, you already have. Everything that you have is all that you need. Everything you desire, you will receive. That's a, a rhyme I saw somewhere. I think it was like a TikTok thing or something, but it was awesome. And it, it will help you condition yourself. That gratitude is perfect for all of this. We put ourselves in the perpetual state of gratitude, which will ultimately reward us. The instant reward is that we don't have a state of lack because we are interjecting something else to take its place, something legitimate, not something that's not there, something that's gonna show up someday. You're legitimately showing gratitude for the things that you do already have in your life. You know, it's kind of like, when you're on the highway and you leave too much space between you and the car in front of you, you can bet that someone is going to take that spot quickly. You know, fill up that empty space with gratitude so that lack and, and anything else negative doesn't creep in there. Think about it this way. The universe is, from what I believe, an all-encompassing intelligence that created everything in existence. Everything in this, this universe, other universes if they exist, that intelligence is everywhere. It is you as well. So look at this situation from the perspective of that consciousness because ultimately you are it. You are no different than a cup of water taken from the ocean. It's the ocean. It's just a cup of salt water that's separate for a short amount of time. And when you return it, what happens? It becomes the ocean again. You're part of it all. So from that intelligent ocean's perspective, it gives to this cup all the time. It gives to this small container all the time. We have homes, hopefully you do, hopefully you have all these things, a home, shelter, meals, love, people around you, all the good things that most of us have in our lives. But when that person, that container is constantly wanting more and is sad because it doesn't have that more and it isn't appreciative of what it already has, that would make that consciousness not want to send any more things your way, would it? Beyond that, the, the mechanism set up through the rules governing this universe won't work. Even if the consciousness wants to send you something, 
you're almost a repellent to it, like two poles of a magnet that repel each other. Imagine a spoiled child who gets everything they want. They get the newest cell phone, they've got TV in their room, video games, everything. But they don't have the newest phone. They don't have the newest game system. They don't have the biggest TV, the coolest one. You know, the newest things out there aren't theirs. And despite you buying every single thing for them every time to make them happy, they're just never happy. They, they just want more constantly. You wouldn't want to get that kid anything. You wouldn't want to buy them anything because they don't appreciate the things they have. So why would you buy them more when they're not going to appreciate that? And this is us. This is what we do and we don't even realize it. And when we can rein that in, we can start to see a change in what becomes our lives, what comes to us in our life. But when you are appreciative, that field of information starts to work with you. You become a magnet for it. The things that are great, you're recognizing them and they're coming to you. You start seeing those opportunities. You start getting those little nudges, those little synchronicities, those right people at the right time. Everything just seems to start to flow. Your days, you're, you're more of a high vibe. So you're bringing more of that energy to yourself because you're just there. You're appreciative. Everything is great. You can't maintain it all the time, but a conscious effort to do it every single day and starting your day out with a gratitude, appreciate. I have a journal that I use that gets me in that, that mode. But to put yourself there from the start of your day, it works almost every single time for me. I start and end my day that way. And when you start to see those effects manifest in your outer world and that feedback loop starts, you're like, oh, wow, like this stuff actually works. These all these things that I'm talking about today are the teachings of one of the biggest experts on this subject, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He is absolutely amazing. I'm going to share a clip of him real quick talking about all of this quote unquote magic that has worked for the hundreds of thousands of people that he's worked with. Check this one out. The emotional signature of gratitude is when you're getting something or receiving something or something has already happened for you, you feel gratitude. So then if you're feeling gratitude for your future before it's happened, your body is the unconscious mind is believing that that future reality is happening in the present moment. And we only accept, believe and surrender to the thoughts equal to our emotional state. You could say, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy with 5% of your conscious mind. And it's never going to pass your brainstem because your body's saying, no, you're not, no, you're not, you're miserable, you're unhappy. So then when a person starts elevating their emotional state, feeling gratitude because they can, then that thought will begin to make it right into their body because their body is believing it's happened already. And so then we've done extensive research on gratitude. In four days, your immune system can strengthen by 50% just for 10 minutes a day, a few times a day, just feeling gratitude. So the worst thing that could happen to you by feeling gratitude every day is that you'll heal. This year was an interesting year, or is an interesting year, because over the last five and a half, six years, what we've done is we've done extensive measurements on common people uh, to prove to them how powerful they really are. The measurements that we've recorded uh, prove without a doubt that uh, people are beginning to understand what it is to be the creator of their lives. 
And, and if you can give people sound scientific information, and I believe that science is the contemporary language of mysticism, science is what demystifies the mystical. And then if they have the ability to really understand it and then turn to the person next to them and explain it, by them explaining that model of understanding, they're beginning to install the neurological hardware in their brain in preparation for an experience. In other words, the more you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it, the how gets easier. Yeah. If you can't explain it, then it's not wired in your brain. So as you learn new things, you make new connections in your brain. As you begin to repeat it and think about it, um, those nerve cells that fire together begin to wire together. And if learning is making new connections, then remembering is maintaining those connections. So as people begin to explain this model of understanding, they're really putting in the circuits in place to prepare them for an experience. And you don't have to be a monk or an academic or a scholar. All you have to do is just understand the formula. When you teach people how to connect to the energy of a future dream and be defined by a vision of the future instead of the memories of the past, to believe in their future more than they believe in their past, to fall in love with their future more than they fall in love with their past and be able to combine that clear intention of that future and begin to feel the emotions of that future before it's made manifest. They're broadcasting a whole new signature into the field. Now the beauty behind that is, is that the longer you're conscious of that energy, the more you're drawing that future to you. Then the fun starts to happen because you start seeing those synchronicities. You start seeing those coincidences, those opportunities, those unknowns, those things start falling out of nowhere because you are connected to that field of information. And not only are you connected to it, but you're also beginning to influence it. So then more and more people are creating now and less of less people are experiencing the state of being called being a victim. So then if you're a victim, then you would say, I was angry because of traffic. Well, then I would say to you, well, you mean your outer world was controlling how you think and feel. Some circumstance, some person, something in your outer world is actually controlling your feelings and thoughts. That means you're a victim to those circumstances. But when you change the way you think and feel, and it starts to produce effects in your outer world, now you start to realize you're the creator of your life. And the moment you start seeing feedback in your life, you're going to pay attention to what you did and you're going to do it again. And now you're going to believe now you're more of the creator of your life and less of the victim of your life. When you do all these things, you start to create those effects in your outer world and you pay attention to those and you realize that you're the creator and that feedback makes you realize you're the creator and less of a victim. I absolutely love everything that comes out of this guy's mouth. He has an amazing series. Um, if you're not subscribed to Gaia, check it out. Um, they have different, all sorts of different high vibe stuff on there, but he has, uh, he's on a whole bunch of different specials and he has his own series on there. Um, and I think you can find a lot of him on YouTube. Uh, he was, have several movies that he's been in as well. I think he was in the secret and he also is in what the bleep do we know? Um, so check out a lot of Joe Dispenza stuff. It's if you want more of this subject from someone who is the legitimate expert, I don't think there's more of an expert on this sort of living things forward and using gratitude to express more of it and bring more of it to you. And then basically 
embodying uh, a certain vibration to get things to come to you in your life. This is all he talks about. This is his area of expertise. So uh, definitely check it out. Much more of an expert than I will ever hope to be. Uh, but find wherever he is available on anything. And I know he has a lot of amazing things. If I could recommend anybody that you would actually shell out some money to see one of his seminars or specials or webinars, anything that he has, that guy is absolutely amazing. So be sure to check him out if you haven't already. But that's it. I am going to wrap this one up on that high note. And I'm actually going to wrap up this song, this episode from a song. I'm going to wrap up this episode with a song from Eula. This is actually the full version of the new intro song that I started up for season three. This one is called Soul. And actually, I'm going to leave the link to this song in the show notes uh, and to this whole artist page. I absolutely love Eula's stuff. If you haven't checked him out, do so. Uh, got a great TikTok page as well. Shows how he kind of put some of his music together. But I will post his Spotify link as well. He's been on fire over the last year and has very graciously let us use his songs for the show. So go show him some love. Until next time, practice that gratitude for what you have there right now. And you'll be amazed at how your life transforms and what might manifest as a result. We'll see you next time. <laughs>